Relationship Wednesday with Dr. David Clark. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to John in Brooksville first. Hi, John. How you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Doing great. We're glad you called. What's your question? Um, so my question is kind of in relation to something I heard at church on Sunday, um, and it was speaking the truth in love. And um, I got married about two years ago, and so my brother-in-law is just someone that's frequently on my heart. And so my question is, should I just set an example for him in regards to like what um, a loving husband and father looks like? To I had a kid last year, um, and he's actually, his girlfriend is pregnant. So should I just kind of set an example, or should I... How how exactly should I bring up that speaking the truth in love to my brother-in-law? Yeah, that's, um, that's a good question. Boy, it is a good question, John. I think you're on the right track. Any direct approach is probably not going to work. So yeah, you provide the example of a marriage, God's plan. Let him see this. This is what works. And then what God's going to do, John, you've had this before in your life. He'll provide you opportunities. There'll be spots. There'll be, there'll be openings where you can speak the truth in love. If they're having difficulty, if something comes up, it's a crisis, or he has a question, you're just going to, or, or God will just give you the time. You're together fishing, or, although don't bother fishing, I hate fishing too, but whatever you're doing with this guy, and you spend some time with him, I would, I would have some one-on-one time with him, God's going to give you the opening. And, and gently, for not you're living in sin, of course not, but you'll, you would say, here's God's best, or here's what I'd recommend, or, I mean, God's going to mm-hmm. guide you, but you're on the right track. He's going to give you the spots, I guarantee you. So you you would encourage me not to just go straight into some conversation that could become controversial? <laughs> nah, nah, that yeah, that that just rarely works, and it might throw the whole thing off. You're going to have to. This is a relationship you're going to build over time. Um, it would be different if he was an addict or just some horrible sin that's going to catastrophically harm him. This is damaging him. He doesn't mm-hmm. get it, of course. We want God's best for him, so it's more of a positive over time approach. I think that works better. Okay. Um, all right, yeah. uh, all right John, sense. whatever you Thank do, you yeah, you know what, John, whatever you do, don't take him fishing. That, that's the key. <laughs> it's so okay. boring. You'll, all right. Yeah, it's just awful. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate that. You don't like fishing either. Wow. No, there are people that fish. I've seen them fishing and drinking coffee. <laughs> that's the <laughs> worst. I, come on. And, and eating a slice of apple pie. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's the trifecta for you. You've had nightmares like that before. Oh, Let's go to Cecilia in Claremont. Hi, Cecilia. How are you? I can't help but laugh at this. Good morning. Um, Dr. Clark, Clark curmudgeonly is really a good description of you. (laughs) I think maybe it is. I'm grizzled. I'm 63. I've earned it. That's funny. 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 Mike, I've been listening to to you for a while, waiting for your book to come out that you said you just finished, uh, adult children who break their parents' heart or something like that. To get yes, mid, mid-January. Look for it in mid-January, Cecilia. Yeah, it's coming. Okay. Hang I on. I son who I'm very disassociated from at the moment. I try to keep a relationship going with him, but it's always very, very bad. And uh, as of last Friday... I decided I, I, this is verbal abuse, but on top of that, it's also senior abuse. And I'm 74. He's been doing this his entire life, screaming at me, cursing at me, yelling at me. And he has he has disassociated from every, every member of the family, refuses to talk to him. He has no one. But this Sunday, a man 
an older friend, just came to his house without him knowing and had an axe in his hand and started first chopping up his car. And my son ran out of the house to stop him, and he started attacking him, my son. I have not called. I just texted, I'm sorry what happened, but I can't talk to you. Because as of Friday, it was like it was like the final straw of this verbal abuse, screaming, yelling, cursing at me. And I now, of course, this happened right after I said, I'm never going to talk to him again. I'm never going to take this abuse anymore. And this terrible thing happened. He was hurt, but he's okay. Uh, the police did come. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. It doesn't matter. What matters is I don't know what to do. I don't know whether I should totally ignore him because that's what I set my heart to do now. I'm I'm done with this abuse because it is abuse, and there are no people around him that he is accountable to. He has no relationships, period, and he cannot work with anybody. He can't live with anybody. He has no girlfriend. He has six brothers and sisters who refuse to talk to him because he's so vicious and volatile all the time. My sister-in-law, his, his aunt, and I try to keep him in the family. We try to minister to him with words and, 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 and just, just gently go about things. But I can tell you that I start out that way, but he immediately changes this conversation to something else. And my Irish comes up and I am right back at him. So I have decided not to. I just can't take any more abuse. I'm 74. I've been doing this for 55 years with him. Well, yeah, that, since that, he was a little a, kid. Yeah. yeah, that's enough, Cecilia. You know what? You've probably done the right thing. However, this is, I'm just sensing, I, I, we know God is moving here. This, how, how, what are the odds of someone coming to your house with an ax trying to kill you? I mean, that, this is a wake-up call of, of epic proportions for your son. So I would, and this is a one-way operation. I would, I would, I would send him a message indicating, you know, this is this awful thing. I guess you've already done that, and you're what you're, but you're framing it this way. If 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 this will bring you to God, this horrible incident. If this will cause you to respect me, and we can have a reasonable conversation, not in person, then 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 reach out to me. Now, if he was, this is kind of a last ditch thing. If he doesn't respond to that after this incredibly catastrophic traumatic experience okay probably game over and you'll just shut down the show but let's this is an opportunity maybe this is last resort uh but it seems like it'd be worth a try in these circumstances otherwise i would say yeah if nothing else was different you just back off because you don't need to be abused but this if this doesn't change him i'm not sure what will right. i'd give it one one more try low key a couple of sentences that, that's it that's but, all but, i did yeah, yeah. I, that, I think I think you've done that. Yeah, he knows he knows where you are. Yeah, so that's that's it. Hmm. And let me say this: I love the name Cecilia. Can I say that? I really do. <laughs> that there's just okay. so few. It's like it's like Ethel or or Evelyn. There aren't many left. And Cecilia, it's beautiful. You hang yeah, on well, to my that mother, name. My mother named me that, and guess what? You know what that name means? What does it mean? It, it means blind, and I have been wearing glasses since I'm a kid. <laughs> Oh, for heaven's You're sake. kidding me. Well, oh, come on. Word. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but my son's name, 
is Frank. And do you know what that means? Hmm. It means indomitable. Yeah, which oh boy. He, is. he will not boy. be held accountable to anybody. No. Well, well, well God, God is knocking on his head. Oh, my goodness. Well, oh, we, we can pray, but yeah, you've, you've, you've reached out, which was appropriate. He knows where you are. Yeah, and, and if it's a vicious response, of course, there's no response from you. But if it's reasonable, okay. Blessing Cecilia. Hang in there. Dr. David Clark is with us. Back to the phones. We gladly go. Let's go to Cynthia in Naples. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. What's your question? Um, I just want to know how to go about ministering to my um, um, oldest daughters. Um, I have a 28-year-old who, um, just a little background, my um, stepson had uh, taken his life about a year ago, and my entire family's been in turmoil, both uh, mentally having a slew of issues. Um, My oldest daughter, who's 28, um, about just about a month younger than he was, um, had been pretty rebellious, had been, you know, doing drugs. Um, She drinks. She does have a job. She does have an apartment, so she is able to, like, you know, keep things together, but hadn't gone back to church, um, was baptized as a a young child by by her decision. Um, She's actually searching and looking for a church and had asked me, I don't live with them anymore. They live uh, up north. Um, where she could go, where she could find a good um, Bible study and, you know, get back to her roots, what what she knows. Um, Her 23-year-old sister, however, has been also traumatized by this event, and she's turning away from God, and she's looking to the occult. She's looking to um, Buddhism, Hindu, anything else than what she has been exposed to because... She is having a difficult time accepting and explaining what happened and um, understanding it. Well, those are the, you see, Cynthia, the two, the two approaches to a trauma. The 28-year-old yeah. are going the right direction towards God. Praise him for that. But yeah, the younger daughter, boy, just the opposite. Satan's all over this. We know how he works. But there's opportunity here. Got to play the long game here. I would again. I was telling John earlier. You you pick your spots. Of course, you love her. You reach out to her. You you try to make connections. It's a low key approach. Any direct approach, of course, will just blow you off, uh, and mm-hmm. feel controlled or manipulated, whatever. So you're we we know we have the truth. She doesn't get that. So I'd recommend a few things. And again, again, it's, it's always bathed in the or the caveat is, honey, this is your life. You're 23. You're a grown woman. You do what you want. However, uh, mom is concerned. So you would actually, if she's willing to see a Christian counselor who help her through this awful trauma that you all are going through, you, you'd pay for that or pay part of it. You absolutely would if, if we get the right counselor, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and she may say no to that, but again, you're, you're dropping in the seed and you frame this whole situation as, 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 as deeply connected to this trauma, which it, it exactly is. Uh, and you want her to know that until she works through that trauma, she's, she's not going to find the right answers. Of course, through that, we want her to come to Christ. And again, there'll be spots Love you, thinking of you, how you're doing. You just kind of maintain the relationship, and you have to put up with all the crazy, dumb stuff she's doing. You mm-hmm. know, satanic, all that stuff. You don't, you don't really go against that because she'll just blow you off. You just kind of talk about it, this and that. She, she knows the truth. It's inside of her, like Romans was Romans one says. So, but there'll be there'll be openings. In other words, uh, I, I know, did. 
Go ahead. Sorry, I did see an opening um, earlier this weekend. She was feeling tormented, so she is starting to feel these issues, and she didn't know how to go about it. And so I felt that as an opening, and I said to her, "Listen, when you walk into your place of work, if you're feeling like you're being attacked, said you walk in saying to yourself, I am a daughter of the High King. I am a child of God. I am protected from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet." She actually called me the next day to say it helped. Oh, my goodness, Cynthia, well done. Yes. God, the Holy Spirit just gave you those words. Yeah. I'm going to write those down and say that to somebody today. Beautiful. You know what? That's exactly right. See, that's an opening, and she actually responded. This sweet girl knows the truth. Look for those openings. Hopefully, we can get her back. Yes, good. well done. You're going to get more openings. You maintain the relationship. She'll, she's in searching mode, but if she gets her work done, yes, she knows who she is. Yes, she does, inside. Good for you. There'll be more openings, and yeah, we're going to, God will close the deal. Amen. 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 Cynthia, hang in yes. there. Yeah. Dave, thanks so much for your encouragement for Cynthia, because there are a lot of Cynthias listening this morning. Again, I know how God works. Blessings to you, Cynthia. The Lord is with you through all of this, of course. Yes. I love it when we can see God work in real time here, man. I never get tired of that. I love it. All right, uh, let's go to a texted question next. Um, my relationship with my husband went from bad to worse, and I read your book, Enough is Enough. I sent him the letter that is in the book, I assume here it says, and he answered me back, uh, writing at each point of the letter, uh, one through seven, and saying that he agrees, but that's the only thing that he has said. What should I do at this moment? What's my next step? Nothing. You, 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 he, he know, the, the letter in the book and the things he has to do are very clear. Now, he's responded, yes, I wouldn't chase him. I wouldn't pursue him. This is in, the ball's in his court. Now, you might wait a week or two, a month. Let's see if we can wait him out. If there is simply no response, then according to the book, we will go into the Matthew 18, 15 through 17 steps of confrontation. Uh, but I, you know what? It's clear. I think she's done very well, and uh, yeah, I would just I would just rest. Hmm. We, we, you know, he, he may want to mix it up with you or argue over the points. He's not done that yet, so I would just let it sit. And uh, he needs to make the right choice. It's, I'm a very clear person. My books are not theory or boy. I'm not sure what to say. I mean, it's do this exactly. So that list is very precise. He knows what he has to do. He just has to do it. That's up to him. Enough is Enough is uh, one of uh, Dave's many great books. And again, the resources, if you'd like to uh, check it out, just text the letter E to 888-777-6810. Curtin Cade Mornings, Relationship Wednesday on Moody Radio. Dr. David Clark, Christian psychologist, author, is with us. Uh, Relationship Wednesday, answering your relationship questions. Let's go to Anonymous next. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the conversation. Hi, good morning. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound good. Okay. Um, so my question is, um, I have been married about 16 years, and my husband has got definitely some mental illness and depression, some narcissistic behaviors, very much anything I ask him to work on, um, some pretty hard behaviors, everything is my fault. I've been dealing with this for pretty much almost our entire marriage. And now it's starting to affect my children. 
And I feel like I'm coming to a point where I need to make a decision um, because it's affecting my children and their well-being and their mental illness or their mental health, excuse me. Um, So I just want to see what you advise. I'm glad you called Anonymous. This is exactly why I wrote the book, Enough is Enough. It's a moody, moody book. You can trust it. Of course, it's by Dave Clark. Of course, you can trust it. And for this situation, it's exactly what you need. This is destroying you and it's destroying your children, and, and you now know that enough. Now, if he wants to make the choice, of course, he's always refused. Even mental illness, depression, narcissism, there are treatments for these. He refuses, of course, to do that. So the bottom line is, yeah, I would stop asking him to do anything. I'd read the book and follow the plan. It, it, involved, it may take some time, but you're, frankly, you're leaving him. Not divorcing, but leaving, and we give him, that'll be his golden opportunity, probably his last to make the, if he loves you and he wants you back and he loves the Lord, we're going to find out. When you leave a man, his response to that will tell you everything you need to know. The right man will move heaven and earth to get you back. Make all the changes you've always wanted to make. The wrong guy won't. I'm betting he won't, but let's see. Uh, Not many narcissists will change, but you know what? This is about you and your kids now, not about him. So Is that under the godly context, though? I mean, I just want to make sure that I'm doing right by my children. I would hate to be, you know divorcing for the wrong reasons. Sometimes I feel like I'm selfish and maybe I shouldn't care about the way I feel. And, but it is starting to affect my children. So. Oh yes. I would never recommend anything that wasn't solidly biblical. And I'm telling you right now, Moody would never have published this book as solid as they are, unless they really believed in the message. And this is biblical. Now I'm not recommending divorce. God may guide you down that path. You're you're leaving him. You're separating uh, and creating an opportunity for him to change. And then God, God will guide you. But yeah, this is, Chronic, never going to stop emotional abuse is, in fact, a reason, biblically, for, for divorce. And if it's a reason for divorce, it's a reason for separation. So you'll see everything laid out in the book. But I'm with you. We want to do it God's way. No question. Yes, always. Thank you very much. Have a blessed day. Mm-hmm. You too. Anonymous, hang in there. Um, well, that's real life stuff right there, you know. Yeah. Dave, and that's... It's something I want to highlight because there may be folks who are listening this morning and and they do hear you say you need to leave, but I just want to highlight what you said. Uh, you need that degree of separation, but you're not talking about, okay, I'm going to file for divorce right now. That's not what you're saying. No, no, that that's God's business. God has to guide you very specifically in that area, and he will he will do that if it's if that's his uh, design and uh, will. But yeah, I, I don't go there. It's not my business. But this is the classic case of anonymous. It's 10 years. It's 15 years. It's 16 years like her. 20, 25, 30. Enough. We're going to give the man a chance, but it's time to get away.